0: This is Steve. This is Logan. This is Talk Record Uploads MLS
1: Recap. Week number two. Another fun week. Another great week of MLS
0: soccer. A better week, some could say. Yes, I would. In my personal
1: opinion, it was a better week of soccer than last week. Not that there's ever a bad week when it comes to MLS soccer, but... That's true. Anytime yeah. that MLS is on the TV, it's a, it's a good week. I personally, I feel much better this week, so I don't sound like I'm dying today. At least well, I don't think good. I feel sound like I'm dying. I don't think you do either. I felt like garbage last time we recorded. I think your voice is perfect. Oh, thanks.
0: Well... Well, big win for Sporting this week.
1: Yeah, it was a was a needed win.
0: It was a needed win. Mm-hmm. Uh came right in with a one-nothing win over Houston, which is always good.
1: Yep. Remy Remy Walter with the uh the the pretty solid goal. I don't I don't there was nothing crazy impressive about it, just right place, right time and uh put it in the in the spot where it needed to go. Yep. So, it was
0: good. It's always it's always important. My dad always told me growing up, it's always important to have a garbage man. <laughs> yep. And uh, even though technically on a corner kick like that, garbage man would be back post, still it ended up kind of being a garbage clearance right to him.
1: Yeah. Slotted it bottom left. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was good. I mean, it was a good placement, especially considering two minutes earlier he had what was probably the worst shot attempt I've ever seen. Yeah. That's true. Was, the, the one that was somehow bad. somehow went over the sideline. Yeah. Well, it was so bad that it didn't even go out of bounds. Oh yeah, it, right. Yeah, it, Log, Logan and Dembe was able to stop it. There was there,
0: out there out was some bad. crazy wind going on. Yeah, um, and so, I watched I the when I, I watched the
1: highlights. Yeah, when I watched the highlights, the ball was bouncing pretty bad. Yeah, it was doing that thing where it was getting just enough off the ground where the wind caught it, and you know, it, yeah. So I get it, but in real time it was real ugly
0: yeah you know yeah. well i got a few stats for you real quick from that game if you want to run through those and then we can just talk about what we liked from the game we were both there so that kind of helped right you know it kind of yeah. looks at a different perspective though when we're there versus when we look at you know some stats right um but we did we ended the game 58 percent possession to 41.7 mm-hmm um which it was much higher most of the game but i guess mm-hmm. they
1: did kind of have the ball there at the end houston did right so because i mean at halftime we had what like 68 yeah, percent something like, girls i like think that. it was like
0: 63 something like that something pretty Jeez. pretty impressive but yeah uh 15 shots for us it's five on goal uh five shots for houston three on goal um we had 553 total passes to their 396 87 pass accuracy which is always always impressive. Crosses. We won that battle, fifteen to nine. Um, anything else important in here? Tamelia had three saves. Uh, Houston yep. had four. Clark mm-hmm. Clark is their goalkeeper, I believe. Yeah. So yep. he, he actually had more saves, I guess, but you know we had ten more shots than they did. So. Right. Exactly. And of course, the ever important
1: one, one goal to zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. For me the the stats that stand out and honestly this is these two these two are stats that are like uh, ones that aren't talked about enough but I really feel like tell the story of the game and I can often look at these two stats and tell you with pretty good confidence who won the game mm-hmm. uh, and that's passing accuracy and duels won um, For me like that tells that tells the story of you know who was better with the ball who took care of the ball better. Um, and who was able to win those fifty fifty balls? uh That's kind of like rebounding in basketball. um you know you can often look at rebounding stats and if if a team out rebounded you by twenty rebounds, they're probably winning the game because of twenty more possessions true um so obviously not a hundred percent, but for me those those are two pretty telling stats and I mean yeah eighty seven percent packing passing accuracy not only good that's, that's what I expect from a Peter Vermees club.
0: yeah, I would agree. Um, a few things I noticed in this game, uh, compared to the last, our last, uh, loss to mm-hmm. Atlanta, um, our midfield play was a lot, a lot better, looked a lot faster. Yep. Um, I thought Espinoza even looked a little bit better. He looked a little bit more spunky. Maybe, could be playing at home, who knows, but, right. um, I thought they all looked good. Uh, Felipe getting that start looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked him in there. Uh, yep. cam duke coming in in the 82nd minute was nice he he, mm-hmm. he looked pretty good he he disrupted some some plays there for um pretty much right away as soon as he came in he only played about uh, 10 minutes i think it was i think it was 90 plus two i think um and he played about 10 minutes but he got he made quite an impact just in that 10 he had several touches mm-hmm. and several several yeah. almost chances creates creations mm-hmm. so our midfield play was a lot better yeah, um, I thought our back four played a little bit better too. Mm-hmm. Mostly, Zussi, he seemed to be keeping up a little bit better. Ndembé still looked just as impressive as ever. It was just in person this time, so it was right. You know, even more impressive in person. He's he's going to mm-hmm. be a stud. Yep,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I think the. I mean the the mid the midfield I think is what won us that game in comparison to losing last week. They they played so much better and agreed. I mean, the back four looked looked much better, and I don't know if that was just a a warming up thing, confidence thing, um, uh, chemistry. I don't I don't know exactly what it was, but that back four looked way more cohesive, way more solid. Um, and then Graham Zusi looked. I mean, I told I was talking to you in the game. I was like, I don't <laughs> think he looks old or slow right now. Now, obviously, you know, everybody's got their weeks where they play better, so it might have just been he was just playing good. Today, but in my opinion, he looked way better than he did sure. a week ago. So I did just happen to notice on Twitter that they
0: did say that uh, Vujinovic has cleared uh, his visa and should arrive shortly. Uh, yes. Should be practicing with training with the team soon. Could take a you know couple weeks at least to get it to mm-hmm. get in. Although Zionis did it in like a week. So yeah, exactly. And uh, he also played. Um, he subbed in for Kyrie Shelton, and Shelton took that little knock that looked like he was. I don't know if "injured" is the right word, but he did come up limping. So Zionis came yeah. in. Um and mm-hmm. looked good. So I would you know, agree. May, maybe maybe Vujovic will come in straight away and start playing. And I mean, and, it's uh, kind of it like impact. the
1: uh, uh, it's kind of like whenever Zlatan you know, came into the league. He, uh, you know, he he flew in, I think, on a Thursday or something like that, and on yep. Sunday, and they, you know, he was on the bench for you know starting the game, and he they put him in on, like the 60th. And They're like, just go try to do something, mm-hmm. and he scored. What is, in my opinion, the greatest goal in MLS history? Yep. And, and I mean, won him the game. I mean, absolutely. There is no question he won that game. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, it's, especially as a forward, there's, there's a little less – you can go in a little less prepared than you would, like, a midfielder or defender. You can still have a pretty good impact. So I would expect to see him as a sub, you know, if situation allows it. So – yeah we'll see and i i would say i do think that there is a
0: i've always kind of thought with soccer in particular i know that there's some um you know team stuff that you have to do and team stuff that you have to get used to but i think it is easier for a single individual player to just come in and make stuff happen um zlatan is a good example although at the same time he's kind of way up here and we're talking about He's people a little different. that are not right you know necessarily <laughs> way on the same level um but you're right. right he did come in it was like the 60th minute and he scored two mm-hmm. goals that game the first one was the best goal that I've seen in MLS and then the yep. second goal was the best goal I've seen in MLS since the first goal so <laughs> <laughs> he scored two goals that were just just ridiculous yeah um but so who knows maybe Vujinovic will be able to come in and make something happen but yeah maybe. Um, but anyway let's uh, let's move on to the rest of the league yeah uh, here real quick before we get too far into the league though how about Yimi Chara that was gonna be the very first thing that I that I mentioned <laughs> as well that was
1: I mean the first one was impressive I think the second one arguably was better just because he had less reaction time true and I mean two bicycle kicks two weeks Two bicycle kicks in one season is impressive. <laughs> exactly. But then
0: you do them in back-to-back weeks. That's just that's just stupid. Right. You know. Exactly. And that against was... and against a important team like in a big game at the beginning, as big of a yep. game can be in week two. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, we can was... we can start there with our recap. That was both of our game of the weeks. Um, what well, was your game yep. of the week? That was my unofficial, but I picked a different one just because I didn't want to have the same sure uh, game. But they ended up with a one-one tie. Not mm-hmm. really that surprised, honestly. <laughs> both teams are both teams yeah. are playing well, playing impressive. Yep. Yimmy's goal was uh, was nice. Um, I mm-hmm. believe LAFC's goal was scored by a rookie. He might just be young. I can't yeah, remember. I remember. I'm remember. trying to get it to load here real quick so I can see who it was. It was a a weird name that I don't remember how to pronounce. It was Fall. Yeah, where is it? M Fall. Oh, that's right. And did he score it in, yeah, he scored it in like the 90, like right at the, right before the whistle.
1: Yeah. It the was the tie. 93rd minute. That's right. Um, on a corner kick, I believe. Yep. So that's. And just for the record, he is not, he's a senior player, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Means he's been in the league for a number of years. I right. don't remember what the category is for yeah, that, I, but. I don't remember either. Yeah. Um. um my question for you real quick, sure. Do you think I mean LAFC really pushed hard in that game. Do you think they win without going up a man? If Portland doesn't get that red card, do you think they win that game? Or they draw it, I'm sorry. Uh yeah. You think so? Yeah, I'd say so. I just think I just think LAFC
0: has so many weapons that they could just score at any minute. Yeah. And I, I just think that, you know, I, I realize that the, you know, being up a man helps but i, I do think yeah. i could see them still probably still probably fair. pulling a goal out of nowhere you know fair enough plus on a corner kick if you think about it like having one extra man on a corner kick really isn't that helpful that's true i mean cuz yeah. it's basically just a cluster in a big
1: group of people anyway so well technically they had they had two extra players cuz they they pulled their goalie up for it i guess that's true they did so they were so they were up a lot of people
0: yeah so I don't know. I, I I it could go either way. I mean that in any answer to that question I think would be acceptable, but I just think sure. LAFC has a lot of weapons and it, you know that's which we talked about in the preseason thing. I just think that's a big reason why they're going to mm-hmm. they're going to be a problem. So
1: Yep. Fair enough. I was just curious.
0: Um but we'll do a quick recap of some of the other games here as well. I don't want to spend yep. all our entire time talking about that one. Uh, I'm just gonna go down the list starting since we already talked about that one I'll go backwards in the games sure uh, mm. the other Sunday game Austin scores five goals again like it's mm. like it's just no big deal yeah uh, so apparently Austin is the best team in an MLS and we are <laughs> just dumb <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I did we'll I that. I did not get my Charlotte upset. Um, no. I watched I got to watch the first half of the game and I actually was starting to get a little more confident that maybe mm-hmm. it was gonna happen. Um, yeah because they actually looked really good uh, but LA managed to squeak one in one 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 nil. so yeah, not the end of the world though. Uh, scoreless draw for New York, Vancouver, uh, RSL, we hate RSL, but they managed to beat Seattle. Woo yay, which, good for you don't care. Let's say which we also hate Seattle exactly so. yeah well, it's real mixed feelings exactly. Uh, one-one yeah. draw. Minnesota and Nashville. That's an important important game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Colorado doing their best to prove you wrong. Beating Atlanta three to nothing. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, DC one zero over Cincinnati. Zero zero draw for Chicago and Orlando. three-three uh, tie for San Jose and Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia beating Montreal 2-1 to one, Sporting Kansas City with the 1-0 Win over Houston Red Bull's putting up 4 on Toronto To Toronto's yeah. 1 And New England Revolution with the 1-0 one win over FC Dallas Who is apparently is still an MLS team uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't didn't realize that. But.
1: I figured they would have invented relegation for them at some
0: point. Oh, yeah, I said they're still working on it for all of the Texas teams except for apparently Austin who are again the best team in the league apparently. Yeah. Okay. They've got 10 goals in 2 games.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's a good mark to set. Let's uh you know if you can keep that pace up, that's uh that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So We'll see. I'm not convinced on on Austin yet. I mean, they played Miami and Cincinnati, yeah. Win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played not the best teams in the world, but
0: I mean, five five goals is hard to score in MLS. I, I don't care who you play. Yeah, you know that's hard. No, that's that's hard to do. Winning mm-hmm. against these bad teams is not necessarily hard, but scoring five goals against both of them that's that's impressive. Yeah, that's that's uh, true. That is fair. It's not an easy thing to do. But uh, any any games that you that you noticed from this week that took you by surprise, or
1: or uh, or maybe just didn't take you by surprise that you wanted to talk about anyway. I was surprised by the by the Colorado Atlanta game. I I had Colorado winning that game in my head, um, but definitely by like one goal. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because I I I didn't buy into the hype train that Atlanta's back because they beat us two or three one and that was more we just played really bad i don't think atlanta did anything impressive and so um i was still expecting colorado to win that game despite my comments from last week but sure i was surprised by the result i mean that's a that's a pretty hefty result um the san jose columbus game just the six goals surprised me that's that's a lot of goals um and then the the red bulls toronto game surprised me i i I know Toronto's not really trending to do as well this year, but I thought they were better than that. I thought that they were a pretty good team. Now, again, we're talking any given week stuff here, so you know, obviously stuff can change, but um, that one surprised me. I was, I was not expecting a 4-1 result on that one.
0: That's fair. I would say the uh, I was basically the same ones you were talking about, the Colorado one, although the Colorado one did not surprise me as much just because I'm much higher on Colorado than you are. Yeah, um, I think they have a very good shot at at uh, maybe not finishing first, but I think they're gonna they're probably gonna be a top three team in the conference. Um, and they, Fair. I mean, they smoked Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, but I do agree. I'm not entirely sure that Atlanta is all the way back, but they did beat us. But we also played like played that crap, right? Um, the Red Bulls, Toronto game. That one, if I remember correctly, I mean Toronto finished pretty high up in the eastern conference and i think toronto was almost dead last last year um i don't remember off the top of my head but toronto was pretty bad last year i don't think they even made the playoffs no they did not I'm not sure yeah. that's right yeah toronto finished 13th oh
1: wow okay out
0: out of 14 maybe i'm mixing up years in my head yeah and they had 28 points and the uh, the red bulls actually finished 7th they were the last playoff team in the east and they hmm. had 48 points
1: well,
0: maybe I'm uh, so just wrong. Yeah, Toronto had a terrible year last year, and I don't remember them making too many big moves in the off season. So I don't really know why that would change too much. But, fair but enough. again, like you said, any given any given week, it's still the MLS. But MLS right. does tend to favor the better teams because it's soccer, and that's kind of how the game's played.
1: That's her. Um, that mini- I would hope
0: that Minnesota Nashville one one tie was one that I was kind of surprised by. I really thought Nashville was would pull that win out. Yeah, I did too. Um, but Minnesota is a tough team. They're always a tough team, mm-hmm. um, especially at home. They are tough yep. to beat at home. Um, so I don't think it. I think that probably says more about Minnesota than it does about Nashville. I don't. That doesn't make me think any differently about Nashville, um, mm-hmm. but it makes me look at Minnesota and think, oh, maybe they're going to be a problem again this year.
1: Right. Um, I mean, I said it last week Minnesota is the you google western conference MLs team and it's a picture of minnesota it's mean, yep. just they are the classic western conference team in the style of play and the talent level i mean they sit middle of the pack playoffs every year right and so i don't foresee any reason for that to change in anytime soon i agree so
0: well give me your uh let me get your good bad and your ugly from week two and then we'll get our predictions yeah. for for uh, sporting this week and then we will get out of here great so my
1: good was the san jose earthquakes um so they score first they lose a player and then they concede three goals down three one um they get to the 84th minute down three one down a player very understandable to just concede you know just go all right not our week and you know just kind of let the game go by um they score the one and then they score the equalizer on the last play of the game to to draw the 3-3 three, three draws. So that is that is a gutsy, impressive performance. I do not like the earthquakes as much as the next guy, but good, good getting out the point. That's a that's a hard thing to do. Come down from two goals down a player. So sure. Good for San Jose. My bad is the referee crew at the Nashville versus Minnesota United game, specifically referee Armando Villarreal and VAR. Chico Grajeda. Okay. Seventy-fifth minute. Hany Mukhtar, Mukhtar. I think is how you say it. Mukhtar. Um, the I believe the number nine for Nashville. Free break on goal. It's one on one. Him and the keeper. He's in the box, and O'Neill Fisher comes from the back. Clips him. Takes him down. Referee doesn't call it in real time. In my opinion, it was an obvious goal. Now again, I have a completely different view perspective than he does. Um, but in my mind, in the, rim, in the moment, it was a clear foul. And then looking at all the VARs, I saw nothing but a foul. Um, that should have been a foul. That should have been a PK. Uh, and, I mean, you could argue a red card because he wasn't even going after the ball. He was just going after the player. I could make a red card argument. Instead, none of that happened because the VAR decided not to go for it. So, in my opinion, the, the referee crew, but specifically those two guys, it was bad. It was just that was a blown call fair enough and then my ugly is toronto um toronto i one stat that i want to highlight y'all had 68 point something i don't remember 68 percent possession and you got smoked 4 one in the first half that's uh yeah it's just not pretty no matter how you break it down so in my mind that's the ugliest toronto just not a good game on on their part fair enough i like all those i like all those thanks i was the so fun of them
0: uh, i'll give you mine here real quick my good start with my good here my good is going to be austin fc question mark
1: question mark?
0: i wrote the question mark so i think it's important to say that because it's also part of the conversation Um, Austin FC like I said 10 goals in two weeks that is impressive that's really good Uh, are they good or are they just playing bad teams I have no idea like I said 10 goals in two weeks is hard to score in the MLS I don't care who you're Mm -hmm. playing that's impressive Uh, so I'm for right now for week two Austin FC is my good with a question mark good for them Uh, my bad Seattle losing to RSL Seattle's supposed to be good I hate RSL uh, I hate Seattle also, but you know, currently I am incredibly bitter towards RSL so I would love to see Seattle beat RSL and yep. they managed to not pull that off. And I think yeah. that that is pathetic. Yep. So that would be Agreed. that that would be my bad Seattle losing to RSL. Okay. Um, and my ugly is going to be Atlanta versus Col- Colorado, Atlanta specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta managed to lose that game 3 to nothing. Yep. The score is pretty much the only stat that Atlanta didn't win. (laughs) It's also the only stat that they didn't pretty much completely dominate. Yeah. So Atlanta had 63.5% possession to Colorado's 36.5. They had 12 shots to Colorado's 9. They had (laughs) 5 block shots to their 2. Their total passes, this number is staggering, their total passes 505. To Colorado's two hundred and ninety-one and their passing accuracy eighty five point two percent to Colorado's seventy percent. Sweet. Even corners, eight to five. I mean, just every every single stat that matters, Atlanta Mm. dominated Colorado in, except the score. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, that is an ugly loss. There's no reason yeah. you should lead in all of those te- all of those things and still concede three goals. That doesn't make any sense to me. Atlanta including, gets Atlanta gets my ugly, including red cards.
1: Uh, yeah, Colorado yeah. and red cards. So. Yes, they did. They did. <laughs> they did. Good job, Robinson. All right, real quick, give me your game of the week for week three. Well, had you asked me before the game on Saturday, I would have told you Seattle L.A. Mm-hmm. Galaxy. Um, but considering apparently Seattle is not good, we're gonna go with Portland, Austin. I am so intrigued by this game. I just want to see. I mean, I, this is this is truly the benchmark of if Austin can put up five on Portland, good on them. Like that's a uh, that's great.
0: Well, all right. That's uh, we'll call that page number three in Logan Reed's Steve's notebook. Um, well. Hide your notebook better. Yeah, exactly. That was I was going to pick that one as well. But honestly, I'm not really surprised that that, that that's your game of the week. I think we're both on the same path of, uh, yeah, Yeah. 10 goals in two weeks is impressive. Let's see what you can do against Portland. You're playing a real team now Um, in the spirit of picking a different game for game of the week. um, I also (laughs) am tempted to go with Galaxy Seattle, but that feels like a little too obvious. So I'm going to go a little bit different. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Charlotte again Mm. against Atlanta on Sunday. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I think Charlotte almost pulled off a good win against LA, but I think this Atlanta team coming off a big win against Sporting and then getting crushed by Colorado, I'd like to see what Charlotte can do and see if they're going to be a team, a team to pay attention to this week or this right. year, or if they're going to get smoked by Atlanta and it's not mm-hmm. even going to be a thing. So I'll yep. go. I'll go with Charlotte Atlanta because I'm fe- I'm feeling. I'm feeling like this year Charlotte's gonna be a team that I pay attention to this year for no okay. other reason just because of Jalen Lindsey and they're in North Carolina. Sure. Okay, so, fair yeah. enough. All right, let's end it with the uh, sporting predictions. What are you going with Saturday? Yep. We're playing in Colorado. What do yep. you got?
1: Um, I'm going 2-2. 2-2? Yeah. So you're picking yep. a draw. I am picking a draw. 2-2. Um, yeah, I think it's... um i think it's a pretty even matchup at this point like i said two bottom of the west teams in my opinion so i i think two two is a i mean yeah i think that's where we're at all right i am going with two to zero colorado
0: because colorado's pretty good we're not playing very well we beat houston one to nothing and we kind of struggled to put one in the goal against houston um Colorado is much better than you're giving them credit for. And I think this yeah. this weekend might be a wake up call for, for you in that realm. If we get beat two nothing, you'll be like,
1: Okay, well maybe. Um it, it would a two nothing win against us wouldn't super impress me. I mean I guess now fair. if they come out if they score three or four on us, I might might open my uh, might open my horizons just a little bit. Sure. I'm still not conceding you're right, but maybe. Sure.
0: I'm, I'm thinking, uh, I've been kind of feeling that the beginning of this season for for sporting is going to be rough. Um, I think we're going to really need a hard push in the second half of the season to have a good finish where we want to finish. And I think we will get that finish at the end of the season. But I just yeah. feel like this first first month, maybe, maybe month and mm-hmm. a half is going to be kind of rough. I mean, we beat Houston. That's nice. But now we're going to play Colorado. And I just think right. they're a good team and I think we're going to struggle. So I'm yeah. going 2 nothing, Colorado. All right. I hope we're both wrong. I hope we win four to one. But you know, we'll see. We don't make we don't make predictions based with our hearts. We use our brains. Yeah, we try. So anyway, this was fun. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in with us. Y'all be safe.